Hello and welcome to Remember God Loves You and I'll meet you at the finish line. I hope you guys are having a blessed day because I know I am because today is a day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it and God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So let's start off with a word of prayer because I have some very exciting news to tell you guys at the end of the episode. I like it how I just got to leave you guys at a cliffhanger. Come on, join right on in. Or tune right on in, grab a cup of coffee or uh, iced tea or something like that. And just take this time and relax and just have peace in your heart. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here in reverence of you, O Lord. And that you are an awesome God. And that, you know, when we go through different circumstances, Lord, there is peace that comes out of you. You know, there is peace because you're compassionate and you're caring. And Lord, you know, during this series that we're on, I pray that you open up our hearts and our minds. And that you allow us to be fully in you and um, just allow peace to rush over our bodies, even during times of uncertainty. And Lord, you are a merciful father. And may you guide us as we continue to do your work that you have commanded us to do. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. So we, so yesterday, uh, we focused on uh, peace with God. But now we're going to kind of switch over and talk about peace of God. And talking about how um, we <clears throat> kind of emphasizing peace of God and what does that mean to us and how can we correlate it into our lives? So if you have your Bibles open, we're going to be Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, 33 through 34. I am so sorry about that. And it says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about worry about its own thing. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And there, and there's interesting how I keep on correlating it back to our life and according, um, just correlating it because somehow the memory verse keeps on coming back to. Um, Correlating it back because I want to hit these points and, you know, with not worrying about tomorrow. So if jump forward to Romans chapter 8, uh, verses 8 through 11. It states, for, for the carnality minded is death, but to be in spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone else does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
He who raised Christ from the dead will also give you life or give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. And last but not least, my favorite verse of all. And it's kind of funny because um, as I keep on thinking about peace of God and um, and talking about certain parts of the Bible, there are certain verses I want to have you guys memorize and to really hit on and the importance of it. And that is Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. And it states, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. And amen. So, it's interesting because Jesus' death on the cross and his resurrection, three days later, is a gift that brings us eternal life when we receive it. Once we, once we receive this free gift, our salvation is never in question and brings us peace with God. But life can be spiral, but life can spiral out of control either by circumstances or our poor choices. When that occurs, the peace of God feels distant and perhaps even non-existent. Even when Jesus has saved us and we have peace with God, we're still uh, susceptible to the worries and the concerns of this world. Some situations can wreck havoc in our lives not only that but our sinful desires get in the way of choosing of choosing god's best and trusting him so we worry we complain and we fret over many unnecessary things we may be saved but we're still in a working progress and because we allow external pressures and eternal battles to have uh, their way with us, the peace of God is not always apparent in our lives. So it's interesting because to experience the peace of God, let's, you know, let's kind of worry about, let's worry, uh, just dive in. And that's what we kind of discussed about with the three Bible verses. Of, um, you can always look back if you want to talk about the peace the peace of god which is romans 6 uh romans 8 6 through 11 philippians 4 6 and with those if you read those you can see how god the peace of god is in those uh, how it's demonstrated so if you're a follower of christ find comfort and hope that you're at peace with god and then seek god in your ways so that nothing will be in between you and the peace of God. Amen. And amen. And so I find it to be interesting how the peace of God correlates. And how you know, we can find that just by giving our life to him. Just by not worrying about what's going to happen and not worry about um, our struggles to overcome our life. 
because we can easily go out of we can easily go in a spiral for instance you know m- multiple of us or i've had this happen in my lifetime where i'm like okay you know what you let down so many people and right away you know that you're already digging yourself a hole well instead of calling upon god instead of calling upon your brothers and sisters in christ I, you know, what happened was, and this not just happens to me, but this happens to other people as well. We tend to go deeper, you know, and then we kind of get a mentality, we kind of get a mentality of, well, I'm already halfway there. I might as well just keep digging because there's, there's really no point of me just uh, giving any more, having more leniency. And then no one really cares for me. And so then it ends up being in a very toxic situation. And so when that happens, we don't really have peace in our, we don't have peace in our life. We don't have peace with God because then it turns out that the little violin pulls out and we start trying to play the little violin, which doesn't go very well at all. So overall, we have to have peace in our life, you know, and the peace of God will indwell in your heart. If you have peace with God. So it kind of correlates back and forth. It's like a symbiotic relationship. You know, if you, or we'll say a healthy marriage. If you have peace with your spouse, then there will be peace in the household. And there will be peace with you. Same thing with, um, and if if you're in a rocky relationship, and if you're in a, a very unhealthy relationship, there will not be peace. So with this in mind, let's end it with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just have peace with you so that we can get the peace of you, Lord. I know that can kind of seem a little bit funny, but, you know, we look back on our life and we know that we can, we live in a havoc world. We live in a world that is, uh, it's got troubles and it's a very restless and there's talks of wars, and we know, but we know that you are a sovereign God at the end of the day. We know that you can provide peace for us when we don't deserve it. You know, we can provide, you can give us peace that we desire, even when we cross that finish line. So I pray for families that are having uneasy households. I pray that you can intercede and bring peace. I pray that you can just bring peace upon this nation and peace upon the world, and that the rumors of war can be subdued. And Lord, you are, we just also pray for our leaders as they make wise decisions. And we also just pray for the upcoming midterm elections, which uh, you it is in your hands. And in Jesus' name we pray. And give us the Lord, and Lord, give us the strength and the energy to continue the path that you have set before us. So that when we cross our finish line, oh Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, Well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. I hope you guys have a fantastic day and tune in for sports. Tuesday, and we're also doing a very special interview today and tomorrow of Congress, uh, a congresswoman and a congressman. One is out of Indiana, and the other one is out of uh, Wisconsin. 
So I want to make a correction. The congresswoman out of Indiana is out of the 5th Congressional District in, in Indiana, while the uh, Eric Olson, who will be on my podcast tomorrow, will be out of the 2nd District of Wisconsin, which is right by Madison. Well, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. And remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. Have a blessed day. Bye.